Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is the first week of Judge Cuts, and we have another amazing golden buzzer and guest Brad Paisley. Don't go anywhere. You're watching AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Judge Cuts. What, what? Hey, everybody. We are here, and this is the first episode of Judge Cuts here on America's Got Talent. And thank you, AfterBuzzers, for watching. We appreciate you guys so much. Rachel, how are you feeling? Oh. Okay, we got a second sound going in there, but tell us, Rachel, how do you feel about this episode? And let us know in the comments, guys. We want to know, like, how did you feel about this episode? Yes, we are live in the chat. We're so excited to be here. Um, I absolutely loved it, and I thought it was very entertaining. It was really surprising to see some of the acts that didn't get through. So uh, definitely a lot to talk about. Yes, definitely. Overall thoughts on everything. You think it was a good episode? Were you bored? You know, because some of the episodes, there are ones that, like, maybe are a little slower, but what did you think about this one? Um, so, overall thoughts on the episode, I I don't know. I really, I just overall enjoyed it. I, 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 I mean, okay, did I enjoy the whole thing? I'm like, I really have to think about this right now. I I wish they had showed more of some of the acts. I mean, I know with a lot of the editing and stuff, they they don't show everything about the acts, but I felt like I I wanted to see more. Yeah, and there's a lot of acts that they kind of skim through, which we will be going over later. And other things that we that we will be going over later are obviously the golden buzzer. That's something that everyone gets excited about. We have guest judge Brad Paisley. So if you're a country music fan. Everybody knows who he is, even if you're not a country music fan. We have a special segment, we have our news, and just don't go anywhere because we had a great show for you guys. So let's start off with, so what we did actually was a little different. When we were watching, we were like, let's predict who we think are going to make the top seven. So there's 18 acts, and obviously seven go through. And so me and Rachel wrote down seven acts, well, now six because the golden buzzer that we thought we're going to go through. So I think mm-hmm. as we go through the acts, we'll talk about whether we thought they were going to yes. make it, whether they weren't going to make it. And so follow along with us, guys, and let us know in the comments if you agree with uh, what we think. So getting into the first, um, his name's Lucas and Falco, and Lucas and his dog Falco, who's mm-hmm. adorable, um, he performed The Greatest Showman, which is Simon, one of Simon's favorite movies, so you know that he definitely probably knew that and stole his heart. Uh, what did you think about that act? What did I think about Lucas and Falco? So I wrote down here, I liked uh, the juggling that he did. I thought that was really impressive. That was something um, I I think from his first audition, I feel like we didn't see, I mean, we, of course we saw him, you know, with the dog, training the dog and doing some different acts, but he didn't blow me away in his first audition. And this audition, I thought it was a little more captivating, but I, I, again, I, I, I wasn't like 
blown away. And it was funny because I actually wanted to look up to see if there was any other type of shows in Las Vegas that had, like, pets in them. And I, I did find one that's in the Miracle Shop Miles at Planet Hollywood. And I can't even... Jo- Gregory Pop. Popovich Comedy Pet Theater. So, there is one comedy show in Las Vegas with dogs in it, or animals in general. So, I think I, I think I had said I thought that there's not... there this, this act in general, to me, could do well in Las Vegas because there's not a lot like it. So, I think in that sense, the judges are seeing something in this act that makes them different and makes them stand out from the rest. And I can see that. But overall, in my opinion, it's not something that has grabbed my attention to the point where I am on the edge of my seat. Like, wow. I agree. The judges loved him, though. I he, I mean, yes. He is one of the top ones that got through. Judges loved him. I, to me, I'm like, is it a million-dollar act? Is a dog show a million-dollar act? That's just my personal opinion. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that he'd be good for... Maybe I just see a lot of kids liking it, maybe because of the dog. I yeah. feel like it's more of a kid show. And there's, you know, some other ones that we're going to get into later that I also feel like that would be really good for more of like a child audience. Yeah, more children. And and that that will be one of our special segments because I, as we watched the episode tonight, especially in the beginning, we saw a lot of like kid type acts, like shows that we think kids would enjoy. So that's going to be one of the special segments. We're going to talk about that coming up later. But Yes, definitely. Was- yeah, <laughs> you don't want to go anywhere because obviously we got some good stuff for you guys. And the next act that went through and was Barry Wham. I get a little... That name confuses me. Like, it doesn't seem like it would be their name. So when yeah. I every time I write it down, I'm like, Barry Wham, they are beatboxers. So I did... Put them in my top seven. Yes, and did yes. you? I put them in my top seven. I did not put Lucas and Falco in my top seven. I didn't either. I was pretty shocked. Yes, so that was one I was shocked by. But yes, I did put Barry Wham in there. Coming from and living in Las Vegas for six years, uh, I thought it was really cool. I did feel like I was in the club at uh, where was it? Um, when I, ugh, I'm trying to think, what is the club in MGM? What is that club in MGM? Oh, why can't I? Why can't I think of it right now? It doesn't matter. I felt like I was in a club in Las Vegas with the <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So I felt it. I thought when the guy did the Busta Rhymes rap. Oh, that I was, was cool. I was super impressed with that. Because that was really, really cool. Rapping is something that's uh, so difficult to do. And especially that. And I can't rap at all. Well, I can rap a little bit, but not that fast. I can do some Nicki Minaj, maybe. Oh, I'm so good at rapping Nicki. Or but. some or some Iggy. I could do some Iggy Azalea. But but besides that, no. Well, maybe we should try for America's Got Talent. Do any of you guys want to try for America's Got Talent? Let us know because then we'll definitely be watching you next season because I think that they're already <laughs> rounding everyone up for that. But yeah, I thought that they were. I thought they were great. I really liked. I wrote that down. Guy rapping really fast, Buster Rhymes. Uh, Simon said it lacked a beginning, middle, but great in the end. Mm-hmm. I just disagreed. I thought the whole thing was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed the entire thing. And you know, Brad Paisley had said, you know, you're busting down the door, and there's nothing like this. And I really mm. think that they are. Um, so, but I'm excited to see more from them. I think that they're really good. I don't know if they would necessarily win, but I do agree that they should have been passed on to the next round for sure, 100. percent 
Yeah. I mean, and also, anybody that doesn't know, I forgot to let you guys know that Rachel is a Vegas performer. She's <laughs> been in Vegas. She knows all the ropes, all the deals. I don't, but I just love AGT, and I'll interview them on the red carpet. So, like, I do have a little in, even though I wasn't, hey. you know, in Vegas, literally. But, yeah, just letting you know. And Brig, Big, bro, Brig Brother. Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> alum. Alum. I say it wrong all the time, guys. I say alum all the time. The alum. Well, we just know Rachel's amazing. So just wanted to let you guys <laughs> know that so that you don't forget it. <laughs> yeah, so the next act that we have that went through, which I didn't have, and that was Emerald Bells. They're from Texas. Howie was not impressed by them the first time, and he really didn't seem like that impressed the second time either, but obviously they went through. The judges mm-hmm. loved them. What did you think about them? So I'm going to have to agree with Howie on this one. Do I think that the Emerald Bells have talent? 100% yes. Do I think that I can do what they can do? No. No, I do not. But actually, I can do a split. I can do a jump split. I can't do that, and they did that at the Ooh, end of the day. Ooh, I want to do <laughs> they did. I enjoyed their Dallas Cowboy cheerleader ending. I really enjoyed that part of it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just I'm going to have to agree with Howie. I wasn't blown away. I, I um, you know, also Julianne had said uh, gave her a bit of a high school element, and I'd have to agree with that when I was yeah. watching it. I just was very like, okay, I seen this on, I've seen this before with the lights, with the stage, with the makeup, with the hair, with the outfits. Yes, this is, I mean, this picture right here is so it's so captivating. It's 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 powerful. But at the end of the day I just don't I don't know. I just I agree. I think that it did feel a little high school. Like, there's no denying that they have undeniable talent. I can't kick my head up to my... Or yes. kick my leg up to my head. Like, it just doesn't work yeah. like that. But I just wasn't blown away. Yeah, and I, I feel like sense. I always have to preface before I, like... Before I talk a little negatively of an act, I always have to say, I think they're so talented because there's so many talented acts on here, and I know I can't do half of the stuff exactly. on here. So I feel like I always have to preface that because because I do I do think that the show just puts out such amazing talent. So They do, but it... It's about the consumer watching. Exactly. And do you exactly. enjoy it? Do you not enjoy it? There's certain acts that have it and acts that don't. And an act that absolutely has it in more way than one is the Masadi Brothers. Woo. They have it with looks. They have it with talent. They seem to be having it all. And the judges agreed because they made it through. Mm-hmm. And... They were definitely on my list, not going to lie. Oh, yes, they were on my list, too. I put a big check mark by them. If you can, oh, yeah. You can see. No. Yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> no, see that. Oh, my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Rachel. Uh, Rachel. I, for some reason, I can't talk today. It's okay. Don't worry, guys. Rachel got paid. That's what I was trying <laughs> to say. Um, yeah, but they they were great. I think that they stepped it up. Everybody wanted them to step it up. I think judge cuts are... Every single week, you have to get better. They got better. They, what I love is that they incorporated the dad. Oh yeah, the dad took cool. off a shirt. You're like, okay, for how old are you? You have a great body. It's it was just yeah. I really, they're definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I wrote down more about them and my notebook than I did most any act that performed tonight. I put like I remembered them, and I think that's really big as we watch back. I mean. 
Unfortunately, some of the acts we saw tonight, which we'll get into, we didn't see as much of in the in the audition process, so they weren't as heavily covered. But this was one act I remember when I saw it. I was like, I'm going to remember this act. What Simon says all the time, I'm going to remember you, and I definitely remembered them. Yeah, not only because they're super attractive, but also because they are super talented. They they like like limbs are bending and I I think some sometimes in life the sh- oh yes so they had said that they got off the plane or they lost their luggage and they got there and they went right on stage no stretching nothing and I wrote down I was like in the entertainment industry or just in the performing industry in general the show must go on no matter what I mean I pretty sure I've ran on stage before with like one eyelash on and half yeah. of my makeup on because. That's 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 a true performer right there. They lost their luggage. They went straight on that stage, no stretching, and that just shows their professionalism, their strength. That whole leg thing. The, it was crazy. The, the bending of the legs. I mean, look at the pictures. It's just mind-blowing. What blew my mind is the one brother that was on the dad's head with one hand. Like, it's just the, the amount of body strength, mm-hmm. upper body strength, everything in general is in... Same and with just them. In pictures, just looking at it right now, it's just so perfect. Yeah, they really are perfect. And another act that the judges thought were perfect was, and I, I always say their name wrong. If you want to help me out with the youth choir, I don't want to like butcher their their first name. I don't want anyone to get mad at me about it, but I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Do you, Nelvu? Um, in in Dolve Youth Choir, I, uh, uh, we're not sure. Yeah, but I they're, think it's. N D L O U V. Yeah, You guys know what I'm saying. Sorry, it's it, it's they are from South Africa, so they obviously have like a little little spice to their name that like we're not trying to pronounce. I don't want to butcher it and get, get in trouble because they are you know got to respect amazing. their name. Yeah, and they're, yes. they're they're amazing. I think they have lots of culture. They have good voices. They went through. They were. Were they on your list? They were not on my list. I but I I put down the acts that I wanted to get through mm-hmm. or that I, I that were my personal favorites. I thought that they were great. If I could have chose uh, an eighth act, I would have probably picked them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put them on my I did not put them on my list because I thought there were some other acts that shined a little bit brighter. Yeah. But I did think that they did very well. I think they're great. Simon said, if you can drink a bottle of it, I would drink it every day. And that's something I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. I feel like they are, the energy they give off, they have a great background. I mean, we know AGT loves stories, a good story. So, just coming from where they come from, I think they're great. Do I think they're a Las Vegas act? I mean, I, I'm just being honest, I wouldn't go see them. Yeah. That's just just literally me. I do not think they will win it. And I just think they're too young to be in Vegas. I don't want them to get... <laughs> well, there's some young ones in Vegas. Yeah, there, there can't be some young ones in Vegas, but I'm like, I don't want them to get corrupted in Las Vegas. Well, like Darcy Lee, who won, and she was the ventriloquist. She, I mean, she's killing it. And she was in Vegas, and she was... Oh, God, what was she, The like young girl with 12? the blonde hair? Yeah, like, she was very young, so mm-hmm. we got some young people in Vegas. They just got to be a little supervised. Yeah, I mean, I thought the story was great. I uh, There's clearly talent, but I didn't put them on my list, but I'm happy that they got through, and I, I mean, well, it'll be interesting to see how far they can get. And someone that I think is going to get really, really far, and I think he is probably one of my favorites so far, and is Chris 
And am I going to say his last name right? Cal- I'm so bad at pronouncing names, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chris Califord? I think it, I think it was Califord, yeah. Okay. Let us know in the comments if, uh, if you can hyphenate stuff, maybe proof. Like, what is that for me? Like, I feel like I'm a child. I'm like, okay, I can read it in sections. Like, yeah. yeah. the best at pronouncing names. But he sang an original song, which I wrote down, and it is so hard to resonate with a crowd an original song because people want to hear covers. They want to hear, oh, I know that song by... Mm-hmm. Sam Smith example. Oh, I know that song. And so it's something you know and you get into it and you vibe. But a song you've never heard before, I was blown away by him. I really was like, wow, I would listen to this song. And that yeah. is really hard for me. I don't know. What did you think about it? Yeah, him? I was so impressed. I loved him so much. And I said he, um, again, I hope I don't, I thought he had like a Chris Stapleton look, but like a um, Hoiser sound, like, mm. take me to church. I'm probably, I probably mispronounced that, but um, but he had that, that sound, and I love that band. So I was really blown away by him. He was great. You, His tone. You saw, an, uh, they, I think they even clipped to one of another, one of the other singers in the competition. He was actually like, he had tears in his eyes. And Original songs, I mean, I watched when I watched American Idol this year, I was saying to you, a lot of people have been doing, been stepping out of the box and doing more original songs um, in these competitions, which has been really, really nice. Um, and um, I wasn't, I was just really impressed by it. Something like me, and I didn't get to, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get to see him, but I was absolutely blown away. I think he's got a beautiful voice, and he's I great. really think he's going to go far. I'm really excited about him, actually. Yeah, I really like him. So, those are the acts, well, let's not forget our golden buzzer. It is golden buzzer time, guys, and that is the one and only Miss Sophie Pecora. Mm-hmm. And Brad Paisley is the one that... Uh, hit the golden buzzer for her. If you guys don't know Sophie Pecor, she was in the beginning. Also, I was online and I it, it like after she blew up, I looked online and it's like, oh, she's a YouTuber. I looked and if anybody knows Shane Dawson, he's like one of the biggest YouTubers. You know Shane Dawson? Yes, I remember you talking about this. Yeah, he he. Um, in case you guys missed that episode, when I was talking about Shane Dawson, if you, I mean, you probably know who Shane Dawson is he promoted her basically in her videos and this was this was a while ago this was like over a year ago and now she got the golden buzzer she's going to the live show and it's just like crazy to see you know all the stuff I didn't even know about her like it's, yeah. there's so much background that I really like to hear from mm-hmm. um, all of them but what did you think about her performance did you think she was deserving of the golden buzzer yeah I thought she was deserving of the golden buzzer um, I think I had said this in the when we first saw her she gave me she's giving me the Sam Hunt the Sam Hunt vibes she's doing a little bit of speaking singing going back and forth her rhythm just all the different rhythms it's just it's it's it takes a lot of talent to be able to do that. I'm like I'm not pronouncing it correctly, but it's just like rhythmic rhythmically it was very interesting and that's really hard to do and to play guitar at the same time like that's that takes a lot of talent. And see, I look at it like I don't know. I guess I just don't get it. You know, it's not my type of music. Yeah, no, I so get it. So to me I'm like, oh, she just is kind of like talking and like talking. I don't I don't want to put down someone that can sing cuz it's like I'm not a singer. But I just didn't, there's just certain things kind of like, I always say comedians, like you resonate with them, you don't resonate with them. Mm-hmm. Her voice is just different, and it's not, I don't think it's something I would listen to, but I know a lot of people like her, yeah. the judges like her. She's definitely a top yes. favorite, I think, but that mm-hmm. everybody thinks. I'm curious to see her sing more. 
I think that'll be that'll be that's better for I you because I know that's what you want because that that's what um, just in today's society that's what we're expecting. We're expecting her to get up there and and maybe bust out a ballad or or have a little bit more singing and not as speaky. But her performance was definitely more of a message. But it does take a lot of talent to do what she did, and and yeah, I mean Simon says he's like. Duh, he, I, I thought that was really powerful at the end when Simon said, you know, don't give them the power anymore. He loves her voice, but he wants her to take that step next week of maybe doing or next time they see her to do something more uplifting and something that really speaks to people uh, and, and not focus as much on the bullies and to really bring a light. And I think that that's. 100% true because she talked about the bullies the first time she talked about bullies the second time the third time is how you overcame it yeah how you, over- how you overcome it so. no I to- totally 100% agree and Simon always, I always say Simon knows best he always knows what he's talking about but Rachel let all these after buzzers know what they should uh what they should do, how they should show After Buzz some love. Well, if you want to show After Buzz some love, we love you so much. We love to hear from you. So please comment, like, subscribe to us on iTunes, to subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. We love hearing from you. I personally love After Buzz. It's been a great positive influence in my life, and I'm so, so thankful and happy to be here. And again, we love hearing from you guys. So mm-hmm. please continue to watch, continue to comment, continue to like, subscribe. And we love you. And don't forget us on uh, Spotify to give us some. Uh, yeah, give us on Spotify ratings. You know, just we love you guys. We yes. love talking to you. And we, I think, one of my favorite things is seeing your comments. And you know, we try to we try to respond to you guys because we love you guys and we thank you guys for watching. So we're just gonna go through real quick some of the acts, uh, the acts that didn't go through, and it kind of was what I thought, the way that they skimmed through them, there were so many through the show where I wrote down notes where I was just like, they didn't show much of him, uh, starting off with Andy Raul and the the tequila guy, I mean, literally all I had was no one seemed impressed, like, I didn't even have anything written down because he came on, they didn't even show the full performance, which... I did not think he should have even made it to uh, the next step anyway. I put, uh, I, she leaned over, she was like, Andy, because we just didn't, because he's not very memorable, and I, I just have down here not funny. He's just not. I, and I even, I was talking to one of my friends after this, and I was like, after when he first auditioned with the tequila, I was, I, I said to him, I was like, this guy got through the show that literally just said tequila and it was so boring. And then my friend was like, oh yeah, I know who that guy is. He's like a YouTube sensation. Oh yeah, you were saying that. And I was like, what? I was like, he's, a, I mean, okay, I can see how something like that could be a YouTube sensation because it's kind of stupid. But it was, yeah, no, 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 Andy. Yeah. Sorry. And another person that was a uh, no for me was, Jekko? And he was a crazy magician. Oh, yeah. Simon said he was annoying. Uh, there was just a lot going on. You know, even if someone has talent, to me, if their performance is all over the place like his, it was just, uh, just no, not for me. What did you think? Yeah, it was just a bit all over the place. It was a hard, it was a hard storyline to follow. I think what makes some of these acts so memorable and so amazing is the story behind it, the storyline. We want to go on a journey when we see Mm -hmm. an act. We want to go on a journey with them. And with this performance, I did not go on a journey. I mean, Simon hit the X very, very... It was just a lot. It was just a lot going on. And another person that had a lot going on was the Orange Magician. 
And I I actually didn't think he was bad. Howie was like, you are a quick change artist, a mime, a magician. Um, I think it was... I think it takes talent to do that, like, especially quick change. I'm like, how does that happen so fast? But this is one of the acts I was talking about at the beginning that I think would be good for kids. I don't think it's a Vegas act, but I could definitely see kids enjoying it. So maybe they'd be, maybe he'd be in Vegas, but not as a main show and for, like, kids or something at Circus Circus. Yeah. Man, I would not want to perform at Circus Circus. See, I don't know why. I don't know anything about it. Just Circus Circus really scares me. I just want to do a side note because we do have somebody in the side chat right now. I'll get back to the Orange Magician here in a second. I think it's the T-H-A-Q-B-E because I'm not going to even try to pronounce that. I goes, you didn't pronounce Chris's last name correctly, but I know it's not easy with the Swedish letters with a laughing emoji. Thank you for understanding. Oh, I want to know then how we pronounce but it. But good try. And by the way, there's a clip of him singing Take Me to Church. So I was right when I said that his ah, voice was very, so was very similar. So he said, take care, both of you. So thank you so much. Uh, the QBE. I don't know if that's right, but thank you so much for your comments. So that's nice to know that there's a clip of him singing that. I'm definitely going to be YouTubing that, and you should too, YouTubing yeah. that when I get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's probably amazing. Oh, his voice is incredible. And then we have Dylan, who is the 10-year-old rapper, and he rapped Kendrick Lamar. We really didn't see a lot about him. He's another one they skimmed through real fast. Yeah. I, I didn't remember Dylan. Was Dylan in any of the... I. I mean, he's such a cutie. I mean, it's just so cute. But I didn't even have anything written down um, for him because it wasn't something that really blew me away. I think think it's more of the cuteness. And I could see him going on the Ellen show. I actually could. (laughs) But honestly, an act that blew me away that didn't make it was the sentimentalists. And I really like them. Mm -hmm. Like, Howie originally said no. And he also just thinks, I think they stepped up their game from last week. But Howie said that they were kind of weird, and she has a weirdness to her, which I do agree, but it, they're so, it's so cool. Like, I could see that as an act, the way, like, how do they know these things? Yeah. I thought that was crazy, how Brad Paisley and the, and the, um, the guitar, how she just, like, guessed that he had a guitar, and then they guessed all the, like, uh, colors. I really... I don't know. I liked them. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I liked them, too. I, we both had them written down uh, in our top seven pick. Yeah. So that it was definitely surprising not to see them go through. I kind of agree a little bit with Howie. I think he said more of the presentation was what was... It's, like, kind of cheesy, Yeah, I think. May, maybe it's just the connection. I, I, I think more so her than him. But, mm-hmm. I, the, again, I believe... You know, we want to be connected as an audience member, and so if the judges, if, if if you're feeling if you're feeling a little bit off, then I can understand that. And I did feel a little bit off with them, but it's also it was a very weird, mysterious, awkward act. So you're going to feel a little bit off anytime with a mentalist too. I feel yeah. like you're going to feel a little bit weird. Yeah, I mean, I like them. If there was an act that you would switch them with that went through, who would you? Because I already know off the bat. Well, there's two. Who would I switch them with? I would have switched them with, I mean, I would have switched them with either I would Lucas have, and Falco. That's probably. what I was going to say, or the youth choir. They yeah. were the ones that I would. Yeah, one of one of those two. So, Well, another act that I actually really liked, and I think you did too, was Duo Togni, if that's yes. how I'm pronouncing it. Oh my and gosh. I thought it was cool because she held her partner by her teeth, which is like so scary. He held her by her hair. Um, they ended up 
holding Howie, I guess. They're like, Howie, like, if you don't like these acts, they will use you because he wasn't about them and they used him. And they, I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I had them written down uh, in my top seven who I wanted to go through, mainly because this is an act that could be in Vegas right now. I mean, I've seen Absinthe. Uh, they have something I feel like very similar to that uh, that act in general. Maybe, you know, they didn't put them through because they didn't, didn't think that they were anything different than yeah. what they've seen in past Maybe. seasons. But I could see that a little bit. But overall, I mean, again, I had them put down to, to get passed on. I thought it was really cool. I mean, she dropped all the way down from over there. I thought she was going to fall on the ground. She landed on her feet. And I was like, she's like a cat. Nine lives. Yeah, I mean, I thought now, they now. were good, but one of the, I mean, I I I liked them. I thought they were yeah, good. They're, I for would sure. I would probably switch them out with the other the youth choir and um, maybe I'm just not really into youth choir and Lucas and Falco. Yeah, but I I would switch them in there too. Yeah. Also, I mean, I didn't have I mean the the emerald bells. I don't know the <laughs> the emerald bells. Uh, but yeah, so those are basically the ones that that. Uh, didn't go through. There was like a few other ones. I mean, that they didn't even go over. Like it was like yeah. second, second, second. I think Kevin Swartz, who I thought they yeah. were going to give more time the comedian that I thought I didn't they would like, like. I didn't like Kevin no. from the beginning. And then we had Dakota and Nadia, who were dancers, and mm-hmm. we both had said I don't even think we saw their first audition. And, and it gets it gets a little jumbled sometimes. I mean, I do like that they do flashbacks. But sometimes there's so many auditions we've seen that it's some of them aren't as memorable. So you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I don't know if I remember them. But um, and then Loki, the other singer. Yeah, Loki. Hawaii. What did you What did you think? Uh, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't either. I wasn't. I mean, they they said he's just a good singer, not enough to headline in Las Vegas. Which did we get into Matthew Richardson? No, we unless have not. I'm going crazy, guys. We forgot. I forgot to add Matthew Richardson to one of the uh, seven acts that went through. He was acrobatic. And, oh no, he didn't go he through. He didn't go through. Guys, I'm so sad about this. I wrote. I wrote that he was going to go through because and he we didn't. wanted him to go through. We all wanted Matthew to go through. I, I'm still convinced that he went through. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm still surprised that he didn't. He had a great his backstory was great which is a reason why I kind of thought he was going to go through because his dad died of cancer they had him talking um, in the song that he was doing his act for where he's like talking to his dad and just the storyline AGT loves a good storyline so I'm very shocked that uh, he didn't go through well even Simon said he was like you are an act that could headline in Vegas for him to say that and for them to not put him through I wanted Matthew to go through I thought he had a beautiful story, and like I said, I think we love as an audience member to go on a journey, and man, did he take us on a yeah. journey with this performance, with the dream catcher, and he had a dream, and then, I mean, it was powerful, the message was so powerful, and can you imagine, um, it, can, can you even imagine if you're going to a Vegas show and you get that background, you get like a, one of the playbills and you can, you know the background of the show and to have that, that in the back of your head and then you're watching it and I just, I thought he should have gone through 100%. Yeah. I thought he was great, but I mean, overall, I think the performances were great. We got most of them right. I'm curious who you guys, is there anybody that went through that you're are kind of like where us off we're like, ah, oh, we'd rather see another act go through, or there are acts that you were like devastated and go through, or do you love the acts that go through? Mm-hmm. So let us know in the comments below. We love getting in on, uh, getting in with you guys and after buzzers. But 
It is now time for our special segment. Miss Rachel. Special. <laughs> special segment time. So, while I was watching the show tonight, I kind of sat there and I said, what actual shows in Las Vegas are good for children? I love this. This is such a good one. <laughs> what shows can we actually see in Las Vegas if we have children? I don't have children. Do you Do you have, do you have children? No. <laughs> so, no, I don't. I, so, but I was like, for the viewers, what shows can we see? Because we see Vegas as a sin city, all this sex, drugs, all this stuff, but there's actual shows for kids. And one of those shows is Mystere at Treasure Island. And this is a Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> it's uh, it's the thrill of the circus with the elegance of a snobby dinner party minus the animal snells and the pretentiousness. We're not sure where that comes from, actually. But it's got it's got defying po- it's got gravity defying poses, uh, hand to hand balancing, and it's good for all ages. Another another show is the V Ultimate Variety Show at the Miracle Mile Shops, and this is something that has for for everybody. It's got magicians, jugglers, skaters, dancers, gymnasts, comedians. So they kind of refer this to like you've taken like a triple shot of espresso and you have all this high energy. So that's what that's what this show is going to give you. You're gonna you're gonna be going on a journey there. So the Blue Man Group at Luxor, ages three plus. I can actually oh, I love Blue Man. I Group. can actually attest to Blue Man Group show. I've seen it about two times. It's so entertaining. It's yeah. so different and weird. And I saw them in New York, so not in Vegas, but there. I mean, they were great. Oh, the, what is this? This is um, well, um, it said it's like if Steve Urkel came on stage and started messing something up, but instead of ruining everything, he makes it ten times better, and the kids will love it. So that's that's really funny. Another one is Xavier's Mortimer, Xavier Mortimer's Magical Dream. That's at Bally's Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. I've seen that show too and it's definitely for kids. It does take you on a journey. It's so cool. We've got the Matt King Comedy Show and that's at Harrah's. No age restrictions. Tournament of Kings at the Excalibur. I love this show. It's it's like a Medieval Times. You ever mm. go to Medieval Times? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I, I would go to, to Tournament of Kings right now if I could. And we also, we've got Gregory Popovich's Comedy Pet Theater, which I touched on, and that is at the Miracle Mile Shop at Planet Hollywood. We've got the Paranormal Mind Reading Magic at Bally's Las Vegas. So we've got some paranormal stuff, like in The Sentimentalists. So we have Nathan Burton's Comedy Magic, and that's at Planet Hollywood. Sounds like all you need to do is go to the Miracle Mile Shops at Planet Hollywood, and you can find a children's there's show. A lot of ch- <laughs> there's a lot of kid shows. More than I even thought. Everyone thinks of Vegas as drinking and partying and all that crazy stuff, but there's a lot of stuff to do for families and kids. Yeah, and Nathan Burton, actually, he uh, he got his big break on America's Got Talent, uh, but his friendly personality and mind-boggling illusions have been holding down the strip ever since. So awesome that we see such great success stories in Las Vegas as Nathan Burton's. So congratulations on all of those wonderful, wonderful acts right there. So if you have children, those are the shows to go see. Thank you, Rachel. We got some good insight from you guys. And before we head out, we have some news for you. And we actually have, um, Rachel has some news. And then we do have uh, our amazing uh, producer, Ryan, you got some news on Lockie, right? I do, yes. It's, it's pronounced Lockie? I'm not sure. I think so. Okay, Lockie, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of uh, random yeah, names so, in Hey, guys. So, yeah, Ryan, producer in the booth. I just found out that Lockie uh, received $70,000 for Alzheimer's research. He is studying at BYU and is also picking up another major in um, 
in uh, the music industry and like music entertainment industry. But yeah, he he's a he studies medicine. He just got seventy k to study oh, wow. Alzheimer's, which I think has impacted his family. Uh, in Oahu, Hawaii. So yeah. it's a really interesting story. Like you never would have thought, um, like uh, one of these America's Got Talent contestants, and he might be changing the world. Did it just happen recently? Because I'm surprised they didn't put that in the show. Yeah. No, so this, yeah, this article uh, on it's called Two Paragraphs. I'll pull up the uh, the website right now for you. Should I look also, it up? It's also on his Instagram. Um, well, basically, it just goes into how I guess they didn't show all of his audition during the auditions like when they were airing them they didn't show it and he recently I think this past week got the 70k so that's why they featured him a little more prominently on these uh, judge cuts hmm. gotcha yeah, interesting story about him what's so his... you can check out his Instagram and learn more about what he's researching with Alzheimer's well thank you Ryan's always got the the download he's uh, he also an AGT super fan like us and what other news do you have for us Rachel well there wasn't a ton of news this week but AGT fans did call out Simon Cowell for pretending not to recognize Gonzo from last week's final AGT audition. He's competed on both Asia's Got Talent and Britain's Got Talent. And if we know, if we know, uh, he stunned the world four years ago when he made it as a semifinalist on the, the semifinal round of Asia's Got Talent. And just this April audition for Britain's Got Talent with Simon on the panel. So a lot of AGT fans on Twitter were or hashtag calling him out on the hashtag AGT. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> How many times can I say hashtag? But they were calling him out saying, why did he look so surprised? You know exactly who it is. You do exactly what you expect. But give him, give him a break. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's dramatic. It's the arts. <laughs> so. I mean, there's probably so much of that that happens that people aren't catching anyway. So, every, I mean, I'm not shocked that he knew who he was. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, planned. I'm not saying the whole show is, but, like, come on, you have to have a show. There has to be, you know. But I can't believe he's been on two other AGT shows and then he, he's on this one. I don't know. I find it a little, bit, last, a little unfair. If you guys remember last year's Sacred Rihanna, she actually won... Asia's Got Talent, and she was on America's Got Talent, she made it to live shows and everything, and I think that that's something that maybe we could touch on next week, of how we feel about acts that have already been in the limelight, because I like to, you know, I'm someone that likes the underdogs, to come from nothing. Exactly. But I think that could be a really good topic to talk about next week, along with the second episode of Judge Cuts. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love having you guys. If you could tell us where we can find you, Rachel. You can find me on Twitter at Rach, at Rachie Swin, and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Swindler. And you can find me on Instagram at Justine Devanna. And until next time, we'll see you guys next week. See ya! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.